Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. And today my guest is me. You're her. It's a solo podcast. I figured this was the perfect time to do a solo podcast because I wanted to bring y'all a gift guide. And I don't want to share my gift guide with anybody but myself because my gift guide is so fucking blah. It's going to make your head explode. Okay. I know you're like Taylor. It is Christmas Eve. Your gift guide does dick for me. What do you think? I'm like your dad who goes shopping at Walgreens and gets your mom every single Christmas present the night before. That's actually a true story. My dad literally shops every Christmas the night before Christmas. That is playing with fire beyond. One year he got my mom an of glove. That was not a good Christmas. <laughs> okay, so um, no, this is not a gift guide for your mama or your daddy, your bro or your sis or your best friend or your coworker or your lover or your partner or anyone. No, bitch, this gift guide is for you. You think I want to do a gift guide for other people? I'm sick and tired of shopping for other people. I've spent the last month and a half shopping for other people. It's time to shop for me and for you. I don't know if you're like me, but it deeply pains me to buy gifts for other people and not myself. Truly, it takes all my self-control not to shop for myself while I'm shopping for other people. And if I'm being totally honest, I have completely been shopping for myself while shopping for everyone, in particular, my girlfriend. Oh, my! Oh, I mean, my fiancé, squeezy wah. The hardest part of being in a same-sex relationship is that you want all this shit. It's like constantly buying stuff for your best friend. Like, tell me if you're shopping for your best friend's birthday, you're not like, fuck, man, I also want that amazing long cardigan from Zara, and then you end up buying it for yourself. This is me for everything, for her anniversary, for her birthday, for fucking Christmas. I'm like shopping for her, and I just can't help but buy myself. Like, uh, guys, I'm so bad that I'm starting, like, at this point, I've, like, started to shop for her, and then I get stuff for her, and then I fuck it comes, and I fucking steal it and don't give it to her. I am out of motherfucking control. But if you think that I'm going to stop shopping after the holidays, you have another thing coming. Because one of my favorite long-held holiday traditions is returning gifts that my family gives me for hard, cold cash 
and then going on a goddamn shopping spree the day after Christmas. You might not know this because you might not be a dickhead, but the best sales happen between December 26th, and they pretty much can go into like uh, January like 3rd, 4th, 5th. You can really stretch them out because that's how Christmas is structured, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like sales going on and stuff between Thanksgiving and Christmas, but like you really get shit for like a fraction of the price after Christmas because everyone's done giving gifts, right? I am such a fucking brat. Okay, so high school, college, early 20-year-old Taylor Strecker, me, I did this thing with my mom. Bless her heart. I mean, honestly, she should have disowned me over this. So I started, I guess I like started to realize that gift receipts were a thing and that you could go return stuff. So I started this little tradition, if you will, with myself, between my my mom and myself. It was one-sided. It only benefited me, not her at all, where on Christmas morning, I would open all my gifts and I would have three piles. There was a yes pile. Like, yes, mom, you did great. I love this. This is exactly what I asked for, exactly what you got me. High five. Then I would do a maybe pile of like, you know, I think the sweater's a little too tight or like it's too big or, you know, um, oh, the material's kind of itchy. Like maybe we can go and exchange it for something else at J. Crew because I was like, you know, she was got me stuff from there. And then there was a straight up Nizzo pile. Nope, not fucking with this. This is the, I'm not fucking with this pile. And I would have the goddamn audacity. You know, I, I, it's bad enough I would sit there and go, yes, pile, maybe pile, no pile, in front of my mom who was giving me these gifts. My dad's feelings weren't hurt because, you know, he definitely had no involvement whatsoever with those gifts. I don't even know that he's ever actually given me a gift without my mom helping him. So, but I would have the audacity to tell her that there was a no pile and then... It didn't even, it was, it's so shameful. And then I would go to her and be like, hey, do you have receipts for all of these no's? And she would be like, um, maybe. And I was like, well, if you could find them, that would be great because then I want to get like the store credit. Um, and if you can't find them, would you just like pay me what they were worth? The audacity in this economy, bitch. And my mom would do it. Oh my God. I am... I am disgusting and spoiled, and it's my mom's fault, quite frankly. She enabled this bad behavior, so, you know, Babsy, that one's on you. But I do want to say, Mom, I'm really sorry I did that. That's the most disgusting thing in the world. If you don't like a gift, you smile, you pretend you like it, and then you throw it in the garbage when you get home. (sighs) Disgusting. But, no, I just want to, like, set the tone that I've been a selfish little bitty for a very long time and clearly I don't understand the meaning of Christmas to me Christmas is just getting a bunch of things that you like and if you don't like them then Christmas continues so that you can go shopping when all the greatest sales are happening by making your mom give you the money for the gift she didn't have the receipts for that you don't like wowie zowie if I have a child like that I will beat their ass okay so I am gearing up to do um a lot more shopping for myself uh post-Christmas And I already have my eyes on a couple of things. There's already some stuff that I've already bought myself. But um, I really do think, you know, it's better to receive than it is to give. (laughs) No, I like really mean that. And also you might have had kind of a shitty Christmas, you know, like you might have thought you were going to get, but there's a pair of shoes I want so bad. And I've been like talking about them nonstop to my fiance and I know she knows I want them, but I don't know if she got them for me. And so, like, you know, it's not Christmas yet. I don't know. So I'm, like, 
preparing myself that if she doesn't get them for me, like rather than get mad, and this is like a good lesson before Jesus's birthday, you know, (laughs) this is a good lesson to learn is that like, don't get mad. Just like have a list ready to go on Christmas day night or for the following day. I mean, you can even like excuse yourself uh, at Christmas dinner and like go up to your room, connect to your parents' Wi-Fi or wherever the hell you are, and just like do a little post-Christmas shopping for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so let's start off with these amazing glasses. I actually own these glasses. I bought them as a gift for somebody. Um, I'm not going to say who because if they listen to this podcast, I don't want to ruin the surprise. But I bought them as a gift for somebody. And the thing that I love about this gift is that It looks crazy expensive, but it is not. And it's also something that, like, you know you need in your life, but, like, you just keep pushing off buying for yourself. Um, And I'm talking about glasses. Um, Not eyeglasses, drinks, that whole drinks. So I don't know if you're like me, but, like, I am am very much like Dorit. If you serve me Prosecco in the wrong glass, I'm not like Dorit because I won't fucking say anything. I will think very poorly of you and talk shit about you behind your back. But I never call your ass out to your face. That's rude. Talking behind back, that's manners. So, but I really do. I'm very particular about like red wine. Like if I go to a restaurant and I, oh God, oh God, oh God. This even, this moves beyond alcohol. This even goes to like coffee. If I go to a restaurant, when, when I lived in New York City and I would like go out for brunch, I would walk around with my roommate, Nicole, at the time. And we would always like, Pick, we'd try to like pick out like brunch spots when we first moved to New York City. And I remember this one time we walked by this place and she's like, oh my God, this menu looks great. Let's go in. And I was like, we cannot have brunch here. And she was like, why? And I was like, Nicole, they serve coffee in clear glass cups. And she's like, isn't that fancy? And I was like, no, it's fucking tacky. If it's not on the right glass, quite frankly, it ruins it for me, which I know is bratty beyond and to that I say to you have we fucking met I am the biggest I am the most random snob in the world like I'm not snobby about important stuff I'm snobby about fucking stupid shit so anyway glasses wear very important to me I've got my Prosecco down I've got my red wine glasses down I've got my white wine glasses down but what I've been struggling with for a long time is getting like something that's good for like mixed drinks you know like um, a vodka soda or like a Chivas seltzer I don't know yeah I'm like a fucking 85 year old grandpa what what do you want from me I finally discovered these amazing glasses from CB2 they're called Marta that's like the I guess like the glass type and then they've got different ones so they've got the Marta coolers those are my absolute favorite they're great for mixed drinks. They probably hold like, I'm going to say 12 to 14 ounces. Like they're like, you can put a lot of ice in there. You can put like your alcohol in there. You can put your mixer in there. You can also use them for non-alcoholic beverages if you want to. I respect that. They're like great for like a uh, Diet Coke, if you will. Tay was even like, let's get like a shit ton of them in case like in 10 years, like some of them break. Like that's how much we love these glasses. They look really thin. They're glass, and they look very thin, which is they they actually are, but they're pretty fucking durable. Tay and I use them, like, all day long for sodas, for seltzer, for mixed drinks, for whatever, and I put them in the dishwasher. One literally just broke, but, like, that's the first one that broke, and we've had them for months, so they're pretty fucking durable. I mean, you can't be, like, slam them in the sink or anything. They're glass, but they're not as delicate as they look. So the Marta coolers are my favorite because they're big and they hold a lot of stuff. Then they've got the Marta double old-fashioned glasses. 
I like them. We truthfully use these the least, but if you are somebody that doesn't like to consume a ton of liquid and you like to kind of measure it out, you might want to like incorporate these too. I mean, we have them just for like the set, just so we have everything. And then, um, oh, I love these. They're the Marta tasting glasses, okay? And these I thought would be kind of like chic to use for wine at a dinner party. A dinner party for no one because we can't have anybody over to our house. But someday when we can, they're just... I don't know. They're, they'd they be great if you wanted to have like a scotch on the rocks or like some tequila on the rocks. And I know you're probably like, Taylor, I don't think I need those. But you know what? For $9.95 for eight of them. <laughs> yes, you do. So that's that. Number two. Okay. I love DW candles. And I know you're gonna be like, girl, it's after the holidays. But if you're like me, you want to keep Christmas, that spirit going as long as humanly possible. And I don't know about you, but like I've got vacation that whole week after Christmas um, into the new year. So, like, we're going to keep our tree up and we're going to keep lighting motherfucking Christmas candles um, because I'm in the spirit, bitch. Okay, so here's the deal. DW are amazing. Dip tea candles are my absolute favorite, but they are just too expensive. I cannot justify a $65 candle. So, DW, I found them at TJ Maxx. So, this hurts a little bit because TJ Maxx are, like, 7 or $9.00. But you never know what you're going to get. At TJ Maxx, you kind of have to, like, it's just, like, luck of the draw. But if you go to DW.com, it's actually DWHome.com. And I want to be clear, this gift guide is sponsored by legit no one. This is just, like, what I love and what I'm buying and what I think that you should buy for yourself. They're, like, $18 for the big boys. And I would say get the double wick or the triple wick because the medium ones, they're, like, $4 less. And they go so, they, 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 they just, they burn out so fast. So, Definitely spring for the double wick or the triple wick, okay? Just a little <laughs> insider tricks of the trade. I've always sworn by their Christmas tree candle. It's green. It comes in a great container. It does truly smell like a Christmas tree. But this year, and I don't know if I just discovered this or if this is like brand new to their collection, but they have one called Silver Spruce. And I took a gamble on it, guys, you know, because I like to buy in bulk from them because... If you spend over $100 on DW, you usually get free shipping. I don't want to, like, say it's definitely the case, but it usually is. They are in cray. Ah, they smell like a Christmas tree, but, like, also with some holiday spice. And I know you're like, that means diddly shit to me, Taylor. Girl, I don't know how else to explain it. If Santa Claus were to do Coke, it would smell like holiday spice. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like a Christmas tree mixed with Santa Claus Coke. And I'm here for it. So I'm telling you, Silver Spruce, trust me, you will die for it. It is incredible. Okay, next up on the list, we are going to Zara. My favorite store, you know it. And I will say this, Zara, shame on you for not being more size inclusive. Uh, I remember a time I used to shop at Zara where like I was like a medium. And I was probably... Pfft, a four or a six, maybe an eight. Um, now your girl's more like, I'm like a 10 or a 12. Some places I'm like a 14. Um, and I will be honest, usually with Zara, I size out. Like I, their jeans do not fucking fit me. And that's bullshit, okay? But that's why I want to share this with you. So I, I found the most incredible pant from Zara. And when I ordered it, I thought there's no way in hell that this is going to fit me, okay? I was shooketh when they came and I put them on. So I ordered, there's only small, medium, and large. I ordered the large and they fit 
zing. I thought that they'd be like, and they're sweatpants, FYI. So you're like, okay, don't fucking throw yourself a fucking parade tailor. You fit in sweatpants. I'm not joking. Usually Zara, even like the loungy stuff does not fit me. I have to go like extra large or extra, extra large. So I was, I really... This was like a stab in the dark with these pants. I was just like, I'm going to try them. And if they don't fit, I guess I'll give them to TD for Christmas. But I'm happy to say that they fit. So basically, they're black sweatpants. They kind of fit like a flare leg sweatpants. I know you're like, wait, what? They're like stylish sweatpants. They kind of fit between a flare leg and a wide leg. So if you like that look, you'll love these. They are really long. I might have to get them like... I don't know, I'll cut off the bottoms or get them hemmed or whatever because I'm not, like, wearing fucking wedges with sweatpants. But they, this is what I love about them. Well, they got pockets. You know your girl's a sucker for pockets. But they also have rips in them. Here's what I'm going to say. They're like the boyfriend jeans of fucking loungewear. Does that make sense? And they're so cozy and they're so chic. And I'm, like, trying to do this thing where I'm trying to nail, like, loungewear chic because we're all in quarantine right now. But also, Taste Family has always been, like, so loungewear chic. Like, annoyingly so. Like, they're they're just, like, casually hanging out on a Sunday watching football, just looking like fucking double RL models. Meanwhile, I'm in my fucking maxi dress with, like, a little house on the prairie long cardigan with puffy sleeves, looking like I'm a fucking cult member. So I definitely needed to work on my loungewear game. And these sweatpants, I think they've, like, really, like, helped me slide into, like, the cool zone. So I highly recommend those. And then also... Something that is tried and true, Zara oversized button downs. I'm telling you, so I have a ton. I got them when I was on tour with Stassi. And like literally, I wear them every day. <laughs> One day Stassi was like, you wear that every day. How many of those do you have? And I was like, I have five. And she was like, oh, I thought you were disgusting. I'm like, no, I literally have five of them. And I just rotate them. They're white button downs. You can't get away with wearing a white button down every day. Tay's mom actually is obsessed with the buttons down. So I was pretty much done buying myself button downs, but I'm so happy that Tay's mom wanted them because now I'm back in the game. Here's the thing with Zara. They always come out with something and then they like continue to improve it, um, which is very annoying because then you're like, oh, awesome. I bought five of these and now you just came out with like, they're kind of like, iPhones. It's like they always have like the new and improved version on deck to come out. And if I could just exert some sort of self-control and patience, I could wait for the best one to come out. But I can't and I don't. So I have fucking 15,000 oversized button downs from Zara in my wardrobe. But honestly, I actually wear all of them. So there's a brand new one they came out with. It's called the Oversized Shirt TRF. Okay. It's sky blue. Don't let the blue scare you. Blue can be very neutral. It's kind of like the way that I wear like a denim button down. White button downs are the tits, right? But denim's also great but like a light blue linen feeling it kind of doubles as like denim and usually it's actually a lot like um more breathable so this shirt I'm actually I did not think I was gonna like it as much in person but I love it 10 times more than I thought and I like this too because it's long in the back so it covers that booty but it's like shorter in the front so you can tie it up you can do like I like to do like a left side tuck not like a French tuck like tan in queer eye I do love I mean a French tuck's great for like a t-shirt And if you've got like a snatched waist, but you know, I've got a little bit of a fanny pack belly going on right now. So I like to do a one side tuck and then leave the other side out. And then that way it kind of is an optical illusion. At least I've convinced myself that's the case. It probably isn't. Everybody can see my fucking fupa, but I'm telling you, if you are trying to like be cozy, but like hide certain parts of your body, which yeah, fuck it, self-love. But like, listen, I'm not there yet. So until self-love, I want to cover that booty. You know what I'm saying? So these oversized shirts from Zara, they're like 40 bucks and they're incredible. So that's my other thing. This is something that I actually bought for my mom for Christmas. So mom, if you're listening right now, 
turn the fucking podcast off because I will be so mad at you if you ruin the surprise because I think this is actually the best gift I've ever, ever given my mom. My mom does this thing that drives me nuts. But now, of course, because I'm her daughter, I'm starting to do it. It's like my muffner. That's my, my, my maternal grandmother, my mom's mom. She made us call her muffner. Don't ask questions, okay? Muffner's meatloaf, the fucking best. So anyway, muffner used to do this thing where she would have tissues <laughs> everywhere. In her shirt pocket, in her pants pocket, in her coat pocket. She would even stuff them up her, up her sleeves. Like, I'm, you can't make this shit up. And I would always be like... <laughs> she had, like, really bad allergies, so she would always, like, do this in the middle of the night. <laughs> like, she would, uh, like, rub her nostril and make, make that noise. <laughs> it's like, oh, the stuff that, like, drove you crazy about family members, and then it, you actually, like, miss it when they're gone. Muffner, I wish you could just hear you, like, itch. <laughs> Your nose one more time. <laughs> Poor Muffner. She's like, you know what, Taylor? You really just cease and desist, bitch, on my life, on all of your podcasts. I love you, Muffner. I swear to God, she's my role model. I want to be Muffner when I get, like, literally, when I have grandkids, they're calling me Muffner. Anyway, so Muffner used to stick tissues everywhere. And it would drive me nuts. But guess who is the queen of the tissues now? Your girl, Taylor Strecker. I have this thing it's not tissues it's paper towels but I have this thing where like I don't like dry like napkins Ugh, I don't like cloth is fine but like dry paper oh it's like cotton balls Ugh, I can't even say cotton balls so I take my paper towel and I always get it like a little moist I'm sorry to use that word but you I, there's no other word because wet it's too wet it's like just a, like a little damp we'll use the word damp a little damp and I've realized that I carry them around in my pockets <laughs> So it's crazy when you grow up and you start to go, the things that I used to hate about my parents or the things I used to hate about like my aunt or uncle or grandma, like I am now turning into. It's just like inevitable. We will become our parents and or other family members that drive us crazy. So my mom's thing that drives me crazy is that she wears her winter jacket, like her feather, like her big puffer jacket, all day long in the house. Like when I come home, and the house is drafty, and I get it now because Tane and I live in this big apartment, humble brag, um, but it is quite drafty. And so sometimes I'm freezing cold, and I will wear my jacket inside. But like my jacket that I have, it's like normal Kamali, and it's like very light, and it's almost like robe-like, so I kind of feel... It can double as a robe, whereas my mom's wearing like a straight up L.L. Bean sleeping bag jacket that she wears outside. Hello, germs all day long in the house. It honestly, it drives me nuts. And I don't know why it drives me nuts. Maybe actually this is more of a gift for me than it is for my mom. Shit. Anyway, it was really expensive. So hopefully not. But I got my mom a fucking feather down comforter robe. Ay! Okay. So what's better than like wrapping yourself in your feather down comforter also this makes me a brat but I can't sleep with bedding unless it's a feather down comforter and that makes me feel embarrassed um but that's just my truth so I love a feather down comforter and like but it's not really convenient you can't like do the dishes and like work with a fucking blanket wrapped around your shoulders that's why I love this robe so I got it for my mom and I probably by this point have bought it for myself too because it is it's it's like crisp white it comes with a belt and it's just it's like chic but cozy and I fucking nailed it so this one I actually got from the company store what the fuck is that um but they were running a great sale before Christmas and I can only imagine that they'll be having even better sales post Christmas so I'm telling you if you love the coziness of it all I'm gonna get one you're gonna get one let's all fucking get one
And then also speaking of that, when you Google Featherdown Comforter Robe, this company comes up. It's called Skin Sierra Quilted Robe. I actually, they might have sold out like they were on like Net-A-Porter. They are expensive. But again, if there's an amazing sale post-Christmas, this, I'm going to I'm going to get either this one or the one that I got my mom. I can't decide, but I'm going to get one of them post-Christmas for fuck's sake, sure. But I like this one because it's black because if I'm going to be wearing it all the time, the white could be problematic with, like, spilling and stuff. I don't want to be constantly washing it. But um, it's kind of like the same thing. It's this idea of just, like, like basically a blanket turned into a robe. So that is on my list of things to get myself after the holidays when the sales are lit. Here's something that I'm bringing to you. I know this makes me sound like an old lady, and I guess I am. But, like, when you are a homeowner, well, or a renter of an amazing home, I just like having good dishes. Having good dishes, having, like, good cookware. It's just, it's, it's what happens when you're in your 30s, almost 40s. I have the most gorgeous flatware. It's from, I guess, tableware, whatever. It's from Anthropology, and it's called Glenna, okay? G-L-E-N-N-A. Is it expensive? Absolutely. It's a, it's, it's a, obnoxious. I mean, listen, it's not like break the bank, but it's definitely, it hurts because each plate is like, what, 20-something dollars, 30-something dollars? That shit adds up. You can just get a plate. But... I'm telling you, if you can get your hands on like one of their platters or they even have like gorgeous cake stands, this is, if there are crazy sales going on, Glenna dinner plates, Glenna anything from Anthropology, you're going to want to get your hands on. Okay. So you guys know that when I buy Taylor Donahue something, I either buy it for her, it comes, I try it on and I steal it, or I buy her something and I find something else I want for myself. So this is actually the case with this next item. And I'm doing this item because... I wore these when we got engaged and like the, when we, we did our wardrobe change, that's so ridiculous that we did a wardrobe change. But anyway, I thought it was cute, but in the second picture. So if you want to go back for reference to look, and I don't even know if they're like in the series of pictures, but a couple people DM me and they were like, where did you get those fucking gold shoes from? So they're like a pointed toe low heel, kind of like a mule, if you will. And it's an open back. I'm kind of like overwearing heel heels. Like I love Christian Louboutins, like the look and the idea, but like, I can't fucking wear them. Like I feel like an elephant on a tricycle when I wear them. So I'm starting to get more akin to the kitten heel, which I know it's like barf. You've given up on life. I like them. I like them. I won't apologize. But also something that's not quite a kitten heel is like a chunky mule. So that's what these are. They're gold and they're from Nordstrom's. I was shopping for something for Taylor Donahue at Nordstrom's and then these popped up and they were so cute, so affordable. Um, When I got them, they were like 60 bucks marked down from like a hundred. Hopefully by the time you guys hear this, they'll be like 30 bucks. They are Mark Fisher, F-I-S-H-E-R-L-T-D, I don't fucking know what that is, but they're like this gold leather and it it's embossed to look like croc. They're honestly très chic, but like an old lady kind of a way, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's kind of like my general aesthetic is like Boca, retiree, chic, and rich AF. That's like the look I'm going for. So I highly recommend these and I know a bunch of people ask me about them and I haven't really gotten around to answering the DM. So I figured I just throw it into the gift guide. And then I'm going to end my gift guide with some like out of control, amazing items, but like only get them if there are insane sales. So you and I will be shopping together 
competing trying to get these things. So I, in my quest for like looking at robes, my number one favorite thing is an amazing long silk well-made robe, but they're fucking hard to find and so fucking expensive. Um, so I came across this robe in my, in my quest. It's from Bloomingdales.com. It's a, it's called Ginger Lily and it is ivory with like black piping and it's $377, which is ridiculous. But I live in my robes. My only concern is that this is white. So unless it's on mega sale, I don't think I can justify it. But it is so chic. It's like there was an episode of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians where oh, Courtney was wearing this like deep navy and like white polka dotted. It almost looked like a, men, a man's robe because it was like that big on her. But it was just so like, ugh chic and like she was like living in a cigar room with like drinking a scotch which we know she does neither one of those things but like it was just so old world sexy cool so that's one of my splurge items if the sales are lit and then last but so not least and I debated sharing this with you guys because when I love things a lot I don't want to share them because I get scared that then the competition's going to go up with y'all and like you know I love you guys and I don't want to see you as my um, enemies when it comes to shopping. <laughs> and so sometimes what happens when I do share things like gift guides and I don't really do a lot of them or like I'll answer questions about fashions on the social meds. See, if I already have it, I'm usually fine. I won't lie. Sometimes if I already have it, but then I share it, I go and buy a backup one because I get like nervous that like something's going to happen to the thing that I have and then like they're going to sell out. Also, the ego on me that I think that if I share something in a podcast or on social media, it's going to sell out. Like, Taylor, take take a fucking chill pill. Um, so, but but it, it, it it's truly like this like irrational fear I have. But I'm going to share this with you because I think that you guys all deserve to know about this. I think you deserve to potentially have a pair of these. I actually do have a pair, but they are dying before my very eyes and I'm freaking out. So I'll tell you a little story. So um, there used to be a store. Once upon a time, there was a store called Calypso. And I fucking love this store. And I actually, Calypso St. Bart's is what it was called. And I actually think it shut down. You could used to shop online. They had like home stuff, also clothing. And it was really expensive, but like they had bomb sales. So I would always just go in there. When I was a rich person, I would go in there and I would just always like poke around. So one time they were having this mega sale on shoes and I went in there and they had these sneakers, high top sneakers, which is like super not me. I'm not like a high, I'm not a high top sneaker gal, okay? Because um, my legs are short and stumpy and when I cut myself off at the ankle, I look like I have Tootsie Roll legs. The, the little ones, not like the long skinny ones. So I tried these sneakers on and I was like, am I cray or do these look amazing? And the reason that they look good is because they're not like converse where like they, if, if something like hits at the ankle and like ties tight, forget it. I look like I have like thighs for legs and that's it. So for whatever reason, the way that these sneakers are, are structured, they're like kind of like loose around the ankle. So it gives the illusion of like a thinness. <laughs> I know I sound insane, but I'm telling you, this is reality. Okay. At least it's mine. So I got the sneakers and they were like, I think that they were like 300 or $400, but because of this mega sale, they ended up being like fucking 50 bucks. So I'm like, Oh fuck it. I'm going to get them. Maybe like I'm, I'm hallucinating and I don't look this good. Or maybe this mirror I'm looking at is a skinny mirror and these look terrible on me, but I bought them and then I started to wear them and I'm like, no, these are fucking cool. So, I mean, I'm not even joking guys. Eight years later, seven years later about, 
I still have these shoes and I am wearing them into the ground. They're like on their deathbed and I refuse to stop wearing them. They're like my favorite. I am telling you, I get compliments every time I wear them. I will be crossing the street and like guys will drive by in like a fucking pimped out car and be like, roll the window down and be like, where are those sneakers from? They're fucking dope. Like they are so cool. Everyone thinks that they're golden gooses and they are not. They're a company called, and here we go. I'm giving away my secrets and I'm having anxiety attack about it. Philip Model or Modal. It's a French company. And you know what I want to say? Fuck golden gooses. They are so expensive and they're kind of fucking like, they're tired, dude. They're cheese ass. They're like, you know what they are at this point to me? They're like the Juicy Couture, like bedazzled butt riding on the velour tracksuit of sneakers. I think Golden Goose says I've never owned a pair. I think they're so overrated. And I mean, listen, Philip Model, Modal, whatever, they definitely, Philippe, excuse me, they definitely have some cheesy fucking ones, but the low cut ones are super sleek and super chic. I think that they're so much better than Golden Gooses. And if you go to like sites like Farfetch, you can literally get them for half the price of Golden Gooses. Full price, they're around $400. Golden Gooses are like six. But if you get them on sale and if there's crazy Christmas sales, you can probably get these puppies for like 300 high 200s. But they are incredible. I am on a great hunt for like my exact pair that I've worn to the ground. I have dropped a lot of hints about them, so I'm really hoping that Taylor Donahue got them for me for Christmas. If she didn't, truth, I will be kind of fucking mad at her, but that's why I am doing my work right now. I'm doing I'm, I'm doing this gift guide for yourself, and I'm also selfishly doing it for me because if you are disappointed, don't get mad at your loved one. Just go shopping. That's the moral of the story, okay? So that's it for me this week. I'm fucking exhausted. I've talked to myself for far too long, but I hope you guys enjoyed this gift guide. I don't usually do them, but I was inspired by all the things I want to buy myself. Hopefully you guys have a great Christmas Eve, a fantastic Christmas day. And you guys, I am not taking off. We have podcasts for you all throughout the holidays. So please make sure to listen to next week's Taste of Taylor. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And we'll be back next week with another amazing podcast. You guys, Guys, in the spirit of giving, if you could give me a review, I'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, also, if you're with family over the holiday, please steal their phones and please subscribe to my podcast. They won't even know it happened, especially like older people. They don't even know what a podcast is. So please do that for me. And then also, if you could uh, rate five stars, that would be nice. Let's uh, stay in the Christmas spirit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then also, if you could write a review, I'm telling you, I know it sounds crazy, but the more reviews we have good or bad, truthfully. But the more reviews we have, the better off we are. It's kind of like the way you guys tip us. So if you think that Taste of Taylor deserves a little tipsy toe for the holiday season, make sure to subscribe, make sure to rate it, and make sure to write a review. You can even be like, hey, girl, hey. I don't even care. Just please write a review. And if you don't already, please follow me on social media at Taylor Strecker on the gram. Have a great holiday, guys. We'll be back next week with another amazing podcast. Until then, bye, girl, bye. Bye.